Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows. Five, four, three, two, one. Cue music. This is Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. In this edition of Movies First, we cross genres. We have three things that collide. Horror, mystery and science fiction. Is it equal parts of all or does one dominate? Alex First may be able to enlighten us as we talk about Morgan. Hello there, Alex. Uh, Guten Morgan to you, sir. Yes, indeed. 92 minutes of fun. Rated M. Fun. Ex Machina. Did you see that or not? Uh, I did, yeah. yeah. It was uh, artificial intelligence and robots and stuff. Yeah. I mean, it was compelling, I thought, at the time. It was really good. A good thriller concerning AI. And it was, well, iRobot was another one with Will Smith. So Ex Machina with, with Alicia Vikander, by the way. So Morgan is in the same sphere. It starts with a lot of promise. I mean, a corporate troubleshooter played by Kate Mara. She plays Lee Weathers, is sent to a remote top secret location where an AI experiment has been underway with a skeleton crew for seven years. Something, though, has gone horribly wrong. The creation, named Morgan, is, for all intents and purposes, a highly intelligent girl-slash-young woman, and she was born and has been effectively brought up or raised in laboratory conditions. She's only five years old, but she presents like a normal but advanced thinker possessing emotional intelligence. She also happens to look like a young adult, hence my reference to girl-slash-young-woman. All was proceeding very well until a terrifying incident in which Morgan stabbed one of her carers in the face. Yeah, that'll do it every time. Yeah, it would. Yeah, absolutely. An incident which the staff and the person stabbed all saw as being out of character. Thank goodness for that. (laughs) But given the serious nature of events, Weathers and a psychiatrist played by Paul Giamatti, are dispatched to find out more. The staff connection with Morgan is unmistakable. That, however, does not resonate with the Weathers character, Kate Mara, or the Paul Giamatti psychiatrist, because the two of them are brought in as outsiders with a job to do. The the rest have been there for the duration of those seven years. Now, it's soon clear that Morgan has major anger management problems that have quite devastating consequences. The first half of this film, the first half of Morgan, drew me in. I was intrigued. I was fascinated by the setup. Then I was let down by the follow-up or follow-through. Sophistication turned to cheap thrills. And, well, I think it became a B or C-grade horror flick. Mm. It was near on impossible to build a connection to a robotic Kate Mara who expresses no warmth or feeling. And, And that was a major problem because she is effectively the person who drives this story, right? And if you don't connect, that, that's, a, that's an issue. Yeah, that's a problem. Now, artificial intelligence, how it can go wrong, is the stuff of, of many movies, as we've already discussed a few of them. Unfortunately, Morgan turns out to be a poor cousin of the best of those. The longer it progresses, the more messy it becomes. The major problems are, one, the script, and two, the lack of credibility. <laughs> Okay. Apart from that, it's great. 
it's a pity because the subject is one that greatly interests me and it could have been so much better. As I say, first half of the movie, yeah, big tick, yeah, go for it. Maybe then's the time to walk out and have a Tosca. You mentioned uh, iRobot, and iRobot posed a lot of really good philosophical questions Mm. uh, about the topic of artificial intelligence. Uh, This sounds like it had the opportunity to do that as well uh, in Morgan, but an opportunity missed. It it does, and, and I mean, it's it's an interesting premise because how far, when you've got robots thinking for themselves, is that something that we want? And when that something can go wrong, does that have the ability to devastate mankind? I mean, that's the sort of major moral dilemma that is at the heart of so many of these films. And I think they're, they're reasonable questions to raise. How far do you go with AI before they're thinking from, for themselves. I mean, you know, maybe it's far-fetched, maybe it's not. Yeah, wait, so, wait till self-driving cars really do start oh, to take over our roads. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, but a self-guard... I mean, the problem with Siri and all these other things on our telephones is they still sound like discombobulated individuals to me. They don't seem human. I, I haven't yet seen a robot that sounds human. I, I mean... If there is one, maybe it's it's being kept in some secret laboratory. I'm sorry, but Alex, I, I can't let you go in there. Thank you. I, I, but within our lifetime, I reckon we're going to get there. It's a question of how far we go with that, though. You know, I mean, you, well, okay, do you play any video games? Do you, I used do you to. Sit, used to play a lot of video right. games. I don't, play, I don't play any of them. When I've watched my son play them, my commentary is, to me, they don't look real still. The universe, I know they've got a lot better, but is the universe like the real universe or is it not now in these games? I know they're good, but to me it still looks artificial. They they are getting. Yeah, exactly. They they are getting better, yeah. Correct. My my question, and I'm not wanting to dwell on the philosophical too much, but my question about artificial intelligence is if if we're teaching machines or we program machines to have artificial intelligence, we're obviously going to set them with rules, right? Yeah. But if we set them with rules, but they have their own intelligence, when do they suddenly say, no, I don't want to obey that rule anymore? And that's when the trouble begins. Just look at Terminator. Indeed. Well, I mean, this is the problem that invariably, when they get too intelligent, they, they turn narky, right? And that's the, that's the whole point of a screenplay. I mean, if they were nice, kind individuals what do we get to the point where machines are going to have babies you know we haven't got to that point yet they've got to be nasty a movie's got to have a a negative plot that's seemingly anything to do with artificial intelligence can only be bad is that the case though maybe 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 maybe, maybe, well maybe this is one for the script writers to create something that we haven't seen before but would people go and see it i mean you know everything being right with the world and you know i'm not sure that that would draw enough people in maybe it would Maybe it would. I, you know, I still want something that I haven't got yet. I want movies with alternative endings. I actually do. I seriously do. Why can't we have movies with alternative endings where you've got these interactive seats and you press button A, B or C without knowing what that ending is? And depending upon the... I've, I've had this idea for more than a decade. You can, at some point, you can, you know, you, you, there's a little note on the bottom of the screen, a scroll down the bottom, press button A, B or C, you press it, and that determines the ending of the movie, which will encourage people to go back more than once, potentially, and it'll get more money for the cinemas, and it'll get more money for the distributors. What's wrong with that idea? That's AI. I'm going to give... That's money spinning. 
Yeah, it is. Uh, hey, what, 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 you don't think 3D is? <laughs> the cynic in me says that this needs to be done. Five and a half out of ten for Morgan. First half of it would get a far higher mark. The second half would get a far lower mark. There we go. Five and a half out of ten. Go and watch half. Thanks, Alex. You've been listening to Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com. Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows.